Hey everybody, welcome back to Epic Tiki's Take, the podcast. Burr, burr, burr. We We're need not, to retire that sound, probably. We don't do that. I like it. We're not those guys. Do you want to restart the... No, beginning? no, let's <laughs> just go on with this. My name is Luke Soin. With me today is... Jojo Lewis, hello. And we're stand-up comedians. We just did an open mic. That was cool. Yeah, it's fun. It was the last Sophia's open mic of the season. It was the Davis open mic we always go to every Wednesday, and now it's over for a few months. Yeah, shout out to Drew and Walker. Uh, Drew Walker. Drew Walker. Walker. Yeah. <laughs> That's a joke he would make. Oh! You tell him. <laughs> well, we were just kidding about how he always makes like dad jokes. And he like, does. He does. But he's oh, a good yeah. dude. We like him. Yeah. He'll never listen to this. No. And if he does, tell us that we that you did, and, and <laughs> that you hate us. So there's a lot of cool shit that's been going on. Uh, JoJo still hasn't watched Westworld, so we're not going to talk about that yet. Boo. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but there were some really amazing trailers that dropped, I think, last week that uh, came out after this podcast was able to come out. So we're going to talk about the Logan trailer. Yeah, that looks good. Good as fuck. And the Guardians of the Galaxy teaser. Again, good as fuck. Yeah, and they don't even show us that. It's it's just like, it's just pretty, let's, let's talk about that one first because there's less going on, I think. All right. So like Guardians, it just it's just a bunch of clips. Like a lot of it, there's even like a shot of Gamora where she's like going off screen. And I feel like the whole trailer is just like reminding you that this is coming and getting you excited about it. They use yeah. like a song from the first movie because they're going to have a whole new soundtrack for this one. You Which know? I'm s- actually really excited about the new soundtrack. Oh, yeah. We got to see some small glimpses of the universe more. Like, uh, it looks like there's in some weird spot that looks like like tendrils like tendril like that green space where there's tendrils and it looks like yeah well there was standing in front of it there was a there's a concept art where it shows them fighting like a giant octopus monster yeah i'm excited about so that that's cool yeah we got to see uh the what's the name of the head ravager the guy who oh yondu got michael Yond- rooker yeah 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 i see michael rooker's character yondu walking down just looking all badass and like cool was with he, his he was walking with with rocket right yeah he's walking with rocket and then yeah. all the Ravagers are falling on either side of them, so I'm really curious what's going on there. Yeah. If you guys don't remember, the Ravagers are the crew, Yondu's crew, that Chris B- Pratt was hanging out with before he ran away. They're a whole species of people, and they're badass. No, they're all different species. No, they aren't. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, there's like a cyborg guy, there's like blue guys, there's like human-looking ones. Yeah, whatever, mercenary army, fuck it. It looked dope. <laughs> yeah, they're like pirates, pretty much. But then we also got to see, did Gamora have a sword, like a big, awesome-looking sword that looked different? It looked a little different, but in the first movie she had one that, it was kind of like a long dagger sword. It was like a thin... Yeah, that one looked more like, hey, this is the Sword of Destiny, or I want, some shit. I want her, like, in the comics... Well, recently they they updated how she looks to more what the movie one is sort of, but in the older comics she was like, she was pretty she was like a He Man character like she had like almost no clothes and like this ridiculous like gray skull sword yeah and she had like oh well, really yeah like the Dan Abnett one oh, I man. read like the whole series maybe that's what they're doing with this like that's the I'll look it up for has. you real quick yeah it's. It's pretty. I mean, she looks. She. I mean, she looks great, obviously. But I just kind of. It's. It's funny because when I first heard about the movie, the first movie, I was imagining like more of that. It's like more fantastical and re- like they turned it more into like a Star Wars, which is fine. Like everything they did. No, in the last the, this story. The story of Guardians is perfect as like a Star Wars type, like a space opera type story. Yeah. Which make which is why it's one of the best ones. Mm-hmm. But. 
So show me this so-called so here, sword. See, she's got. Like, oh, I remember that. That. Yeah. Yeah. She has like just sort of a sword. She looks like like a red Sonia, but she's green. Yeah. She's got like like black uh, like a swimsuit on with like crazy boots and like a skull hanging around. Does her, not look like the cool hoo-ha. interstellar assassin secret agent we know her as. Yeah. Which is pretty dope. Yeah. Well, and Drax hasn't really changed how he looked. Like his, there's a really old version where he has like a hood or something. Yeah. Like more clothes, but like they changed his story a little bit in uh in this one where, right? Like he's not the the because the, wasn't the original story for Drax like he was created to fight Thanos like that was his purpose. Maybe yeah, and then they changed it so that his family was murdered and then he becomes Drax somehow. No, it's like his name was Drax, but they just started calling him the Destroyer. Yeah. I yeah, think. something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I liked in this uh, trailer, like, because... <laughs> I'm showing him another picture. Oh, my God. That is not... It's like it's like bad 90s, like, uh, like fantasy you, like, art. You can you know? just see her ass. Yeah. Which is like, come on, man. She's supposed to be a hero. Yeah. Not an object. Yeah. No, but I liked in this trailer that they have that part where Drax is saying something that sounds epic, like, there's two people in this universe, those who can dance and those who can't. Yeah. And he's like, you need to find a woman who is pathetic, like you. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that is serious bro talk. And then they hug. Well, and I love he's like, you do you need a hug? And he goes, no. And he's he hugs him anyways. He's like, I'm pretty sure I said no. <laughs> <laughs> so that I like that scene like they show you a bunch of glimpses and you're like cool they're all the characters are there it's almost like a roll call of everyone from the first it, movie well, it gave, and then they have that to just show you like the humor's still there don't worry right. we're going to be That's, and that was important because I'm yeah. like they could easily move this into like dark creepy horrifying second chapter but then it's also like oh wait no still the guardians yeah they're I don't still, think they're going to do that they're still misfits and they're still mm-hmm. funny with one another well and when you talk like they don't show any of the new characters either, really. No, they don't. They don't. I mean, maybe some of the Ravagers that are falling that they show, but that's whatever. Uh, there's no. They don't show Mantis. They don't show Ego, and they don't show. Um, fuck. Who's the new? Who's the new villain? I can't remember. I forget the. Oh, it's it's the actress from. She was in Man from Uncle. Oh. Um. I forget who she's playing. I don't even know if they announced it. I think they were guessing about who she is. Huh. Yeah. Well, it was a good trailer, and it made me laugh, which is a big deal. Yeah, he did laugh right in my ear. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. And if you know a JoJo laugh, it's uh can can be painful. Yeah, so. yeah Marvel's got good shit coming. I yeah. can't wait. So much good poo poo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guardians is a great series. Oh, she's playing Aisha. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's yeah. I think from what I was reading, it sounded like. She's related somehow to Adam Warlock. Like, she's, she's like, his girlfriend or his sister or something like that. Like, she's the same kind of being as he is. So I'm still wondering, like, if he's going to come in. Because he's a major Guardians character from before, like, from the Dan Abnett run and stuff. Right, He was, right, like, right. one of the main... Like, it was him and him and Peter Quill are, like, the leaders. Right. And then there's, like, Drax, Rocket, uh, uh, Groot. Uh, there's also Quasar, who's not in the movies yet. Oh, and, yeah. And then there's uh Quasar was like he was almost like a Well no, it's a woman. She and she she was a lot like Gamora except more like conservative in her clothes and she had like a laser, like a light sword. And she had like gauntlets cuz she Quasar. She she inherited it from cuz she goes through like different names. Her name's Phylavel 
And okay. she has like different. She goes. She she changes like who she is, like her hero identity or whatever. Because like at a certain point, she becomes some kind of like death character. Like she gets mur. I don't know. It's pretty. It was. It's weird. Um, well, I'm looking it's, it's it like, up. This is like the one comic that I've actually like read a bunch of. That I have some kind of knowledge. And then Jack Flagg is a character with them for a while. He's like a human from Earth that used to be paralyzed or something, and then he. He gets like that's yeah, that's in the Marvel Now one, right? I remember reading like I feel like I read the first issue of that where it's like Tony Stark talking to him, and he just gets up and he's like Venom. Uh, right? Oh n- no, that's 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 in the comic, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's I mean Venom, yeah, but he's not in the no, obviously. I mean, in the older stuff, there's like later they get this guy Jack Flag. They meet him somewhere, and he joins their team too. Interesting. And then uh, there's a guy named, Ma- well, there's Mantis, who again they didn't show. And then there's like this guy who's also, oh, I think he's just called Bug, and huh. he looks he looks like Mantis, but then where Mantis wears like normal shoes, and I think she has normal feet, he has like cricket legs. <laughs> and then when he talks, when he talks, he like there's like a weird like. Cricket or click sound. Yeah, like he'll be talking, be like, like they write it in his bubbles. But he's not in, you know. So I mean, it's 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 interesting because I'm sure there's stuff that that like we know certain things are going to happen or certain characters are in it. We you know there's always room for like oh there's Adam Warlock's cocoon. He could you know because he apparent like his cocoon was in the the collector's um oh yeah collection right. It's in the movie so. You know, I mean, that doesn't mean that he's going to show up, but it's there. So are we you get, know. Are we, here's a real question: Are mm. we going to get some Howard the Duck action? Mm, I don't. You know, I don't know. I think I've read about that, and I don't know if they said. I bet he'll do a cameo. Like he'll probably be sitting at a bar drinking. You know, when they run by or something like that. Oh, it's you guys. Yeah, and he just keeps running. But you know, with Adam Warlock, I think they've got to like at the at least at the end like introduce him or he comes out because. He's important to Infinity War if if they do well, it like the comics. Then here's a relevant question. Which I have read that too. Actually. Is is uh because I mean of all the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. I mean Thanos has the most importance in Guardians. Like he's actually like they don't treat him in Guardians like they treat him in the other movies where he's like a secret. In Guardians they make it clear like, "Oh yeah, we know about that guy. He's around." Yeah. Is well, that, that's cuz he's from like he lives in space. No, right. No, that's that's yeah. why. Yeah. So I'm wondering like is he going to be more of a relevant threat? in this or is it is he still is he just because we we've never seen him do anything yeah he's like we know the he's the bad guy wait we saw him put a glove on so. we saw him put on the gauntlet that is true but we've never seen him do some shit that makes us know oh yeah. right he's the bad because all this time he's been like you know i'm gonna set up um wrote was his name ronan the accuser and he's yeah. gonna he's gonna go destroy the planet yeah. or i'm going to send nova Lo- or yeah. nebula sorry nebula. yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give loki this army so he can attack the earth yeah yeah you know all we get to see from him is he's doing these really minor like shadow things and thanos is not a hands-off dude so i'm not cl- like I, do you think they're gonna use him more or is he still just gonna be like yeah i villain I think um, he's like slowly. It looks like he's slowly getting dressed in every movie. Like that's all we get to see him. He's like, oh, this episode I'm going to put on a sock. Yeah, except he's always wearing his clothes. He just put on a glove. I know. I know. <laughs> I think I know what you mean. I I feel like from everything I've read, 
it sounds like this movie is going to be more like its own thing and they're not necessarily worried like there's not going to be a lot of connective tissue to Avengers or anything of that like it's just this is Peter Quill trying to find his father and there's a bad guy in the movie and it's Aisha and I don't know if there's anyone else I mean I'm looking at the list on uh, on a uh, IMDb of actors and yeah I mean there's not really Huh. Unless it's way far down, I think it's just Aisha, pretty much. There, but again, it's like he could, he could probably, he'll, he'll probably make some kind of appearance, or in the credits, we'll see him, or who knows. Yeah. So, yeah. But it looks really great. Uh, I don't know. I think. Yeah. The only other thing I was gonna say is there's like that shot where they're all walking slowly again. I see Ravagers falling. No, no, no. Uh, Drax and Peter and Gamora, they're like on that planet. They're like in some kind of forest. Yeah, they're like walking. And it looks some. like they crash. So at some yeah. point, they crash land somewhere. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's ego. Like, do they crash land on ego? What's ego? Ego is Peter Quill's father. Oh, they oh, have... that's right, that's right. You're right. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I remember Which, that. Again, I remember like, that. and we don't see it in the trailer at all. I'm sure it'll be in the next trailer a little bit. But I'm so curious about how, because I never read any comics with him in it. But I remember like a long time ago, my friend had like a bunch of these cool Marvel cards. Like I had some too, and he had Ego, the planet. And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? That's crazy. But in the movie, like, he's going to turn into a person at some point. Yeah. So I'm wondering how that works. Like, does he spawn off a human? Does he, like, morph from a planet into a person? Does he, like... I would think he would is have, Is he like a planet a... but then occupies a human, like, possesses Yeah, them? I would think he would have, like, an avatar of some kind. Yeah. Like, I'm just wondering what that mechanic is like or how that makes any sense. Well, his mom thing. said that he was, like, bathed, bathed in light. In pure light. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was an angel. So, But, I mean, they showed... They also showed his costume at Comic-Con... So, and it oh. just looked like brown, like, clothes, you know? Like, it wasn't anything. Like, he was a monk or something? No, like, like a, like an adventure, like Peter Quill's clothes. Oh, interesting. But, but okay. brown, I mean, just more plain. I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't, so, I don't know. I'm I'm just really curious about how that's going to work. So, he's just going to be like, yeah, I'm just, your mom's weird. I don't know why she said that. <laughs> How's she doing? I should call her. She oh, just started humping one of my mountains one day. And... <laughs> that's well, awful. No, cause, yeah, but... It, I don't know. They'll, I mean, I'm sure we'll get the answers because I mean, also like, how did this Earth woman like he came to Earth and he? But he's a plant. Like it's just who knows. maybe he put something. Maybe he hid something on Earth from Thanos. Mm. Earth is a His bu- seed. Why is Earth <laughs> such a busy place in this in the Marvel universe? I mean, I know why it is, but like, why? Like what's... because Stanley grew up here, Steve Ditko, and all those. Guys. I'm not saying they didn't grow up on Earth, and I'm that's just where like... they based all the stories. Oh my god. I started reading Doctor Strange today to get ready for the movie. Like, I went back because I have the Marvel. Yeah, I know. You have the Marvel now, which. And you can read anything. And, like, you can go find Strange Tales number 110 and read, like, the first Doctor Strange story. It's really cool. And I was was saying, I think I was telling Tavi earlier about how, and she was trolling because she hates DC. But I was like, old DC is so much harder to read than old Marvel. Like, old Marvel is actually fun. Even though it's, like, bombastic, it's, like, in a... It's like a, a, a tongue-in-cheek, like, it's like a winky. Smart, yeah. It's like, we know we're, we're silly. Like, in the intros, they're, like, talking to the audience. Like, well, you wrote in all these letters that you wanted more. This is my Stanley impression. He wanted more <laughs> Doctor Strange, and here he comes, the master of the mystical. The, <laughs> the, per, the, the proprietor of the dark arts, you know, or whatever they say. But I feel like they would just say the Sorcerer Supreme somewhere. They actually, so far, what I've read, that's not in there at all. Really? He mostly it's Master of the Black, uh, Master of Black Magic, I think, or yeah, stuff like that. Okay. 
but it's cool and it's it's just funny too because you're i'm trying to get a handle on what his powers are and a lot of the stories are like he's trapped but oh his amulet the eye of agamotto sees a path out and it's like <laughs> he just wears this thing and it's like his macguffin that gets him out of it's like a, a deus ex machina for him he just always gets out of whatever problem because of it so but it's cool i don't know i'm gonna read some more it'll be fun uh, so yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy trailer is going a little ways off, but very exciting. Yeah, very cool. Um, so we could talk about the Logan trailer now. Okay, um, the Logan trailer, like it looks pretty cool. It actually really does. Yeah, they I, they it's like it, I like that they chose that Johnny Cash song. Yeah, it's perfect. It really is. I the the only thing for me is like I have this weird. Like the X Men movies, I've I've never loved any of them. I've always enjoyed them, but I've never been like, man, I can't wait for the next one. Like for it's, some reason, well, I- it's because it's it's. I think it's because ha- has any X Men movie been anything other than this is just like an action movie? Uh, no. Yeah, see, that's why. Even I mean the 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 f- the only other one that's kind of like a different movie is the Wolverine. Yeah. The the one in Japan, which is also directed by James Mangold. Yeah, yeah. And it was way better than X-Men Origins Wolverine. Right. Um, I feel like, you know what's actually really weird? This is totally unrelated. X-Men Origins Wolverine, not a great movie. The video game, though? I dope. heard that, yeah. Yeah, it was weirdly like one of the funnest games. Yeah, like, I remember it got really good reviews. It was like a, an anomaly because usually movie tie-in games are terrible. But the movie tie-in game was actually better than the film. Like it was really fun. Yeah, it's like that one and GoldenEye are like the only two that were ever any good. So crazy. Such yeah. a weird, like I have a copy of it. It's so crazy that it's a good game. But anyway, so. Well, the um, Mad Max game was supposed to be pretty good too. The Mad Max game is great. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the films, but it is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so in the trailer, it's, so if I'm getting this right, the story in Logan is based on the old man Logan arc? Yeah, which, is that true? which I think is supposed to be a, like a separate continuity than, than Marvel, like Earth 616 and all that. Is that, I mean, is that why Pro- Professor X is around? Yeah, so the idea is that, uh, this is a future where the supervillains won and they, they govern, like the United States. And so like uh in the st- in the comic book version which I haven't read, I just read a little bit about it. Uh Logan Wolverine, he's traveling with a blind Hawkeye and the two of them are doing something. I don't remember what they're doing or why. And then there's a bunch of other stuff like uh so I guess I think what's happening in this one is Professor Xavier is taking that spot. The Hawkeye would? I'm that not was, sure if he's in the Old Man Logan comic or not. I don't know. It would, I mean, like, they could, I mean, they could not have Hawkeye because Hawkeye's in well, Avengers. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I was saying is I don't know if Professor X is in the comic book version and if they used him in this movie to, like, because it, it's, it's actually a really cool idea because they get to say goodbye to these two actors playing these roles. I think that's the idea is, like, this is both their last time you know, it's... That, yeah, and that's, that's totally great. I yeah, like that. And yeah. it's a good way, and it's like, it's a you know, a different kind of movie. I mean, it has a very, it has a Western vibe and a post-apocalyptic vibe. Like I got a lot of Mad Max out of it. You're right. It does. Ha- it does have a lot of a Mad Max, like the way things are shot. And I do see yeah. the Western vibe of cars it, like, and there's like assholes driving them. And they're like, they made like whoever the bad guy is. They, they did. He's a, got a cool robot hand. Yeah. But they made him kind of look like he does kind of look like 
a Western villain a little bit. And it's like, oh, like, oh, yes, he's the evil gunslinger guy with his posse going after old man Logan. <clears throat> yeah. But what, okay, but what's, so the plot of old man Logan is him and Hawkeye are traveling around and that's it? Oh, sorry. You asked me a question right when I was yawning. Uh, let me see, because, all right, I think, fuck, we should have researched more. We're so good. You know what? No one listens, so fuck you guys. Just kidding. Someone will love you. Um, oh, also the girl in it is supposed to be, I guess, I don't know if it's confirmed, but I think they're th- it's she's supposed to be like X-23. Because in the trailer he says she has, she's like you. So she has the same abilities he does, I think. Like he, like she's uh, immortal, basically? Yeah, I think so. And then I don't know if she has like the, the metal skeleton or not. But huh. I think the idea is that she's similar, so... Yeah, I think it is her because there's an article on IGN that says essential X twenty three comic books to get you ready for Logan. Um, fuck, where I I knew I was reading a thing earlier today where they were saying they were like listing the story and like what. Uh, sorry. We'll get it. Yeah, I was trying to figure out who the bad guy is because. Okay, so Stephen Merchant's playing Caliban. Who I don't know anything about Caliban. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's Google Caliban X Men. Because the other thing, I think that uh, did you, you did you see Age of Apocalypse yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. It's like, do you care about a spoiler? No. Okay, guys, spoiler for the end credit scene of Age of Apocalypse. Ready? Skip ahead a couple minutes or whatever. Okay. Uh, so the, at the end of Age of Apocalypse credits, there's a scene where, um, a guy, they have a scene in the movie with, with, where Wolverine shows up for like a second, he's Weapon X and he escapes, and then he sees Jean Grey and she's like calms him down and then he leaves or something like that. Right. And, uh, at the end of the movie, they show the place where he broke out of the, whatever the place is called, the... What's do you know what the facility's called? William Stryker's place. I, I don't know what it's called, but it's it's. <sighs> yeah, well, he goes back a few times in a few different series, but yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so they they have a scene there where they this guy in a suit walks in and they don't show his face, and he sets down like a suitcase and it says Essex Company, and there's like and they're stealing Wolverine's like blood and stuff like that, and so the idea I think the Essex is connected to Mister Sinister. Okay. So I think he's supposed to be in it too. Oh, all right, all right. Um, let's see, Caliban though. I am googling. So he's like a creepy looking, deadish guy. He looks like a dead, like a Nosferatu that's muscular. But there's different like, there's different versions. There's like ones where he's all crazy jacked, and then there's like more zombie looking ones. Yeah, my X Men knowledge is not good. We should have had Tavi on this one. Yeah, we really should have. <laughs> uh. Wait, did Steven Merchant shave for this? Holy shit. He looks really weird. Alright, this is interesting. You guys Google it. See the look at the pictures of it. Uh let's see. Yeah, so it is X twenty three, that's for sure. Um and it doesn't say anything about Mr. Sinister, but we're pretty sure he's in it. Um Yeah. So I yeah so and James Mangold is a great director. Um, if you don't know what he's done, he's done. He did Walk the Line, which is why it's cool. That there's a Johnny Cash song. Besides yeah. that, it fits. It's yeah. also just kind of a cool nod back to that. 
and they even show him kind of like wearing black, you know, yeah, like you know, being sad. And um, and then he also directed uh, the Wolverine, which was the good one, the one in Japan. And then he directed uh, fuck, I know there's like a couple more things. I think he did Three Ten to Yuma, the remake, which is a really good western. Oh yeah, that is a good movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure he did that. Yeah, um, I like that one. Let me double check that. That one was thrilling. Wasn't Alan Tudyk in that for a second? He gets shot. Alan Tudyk's? Yeah. Yeah, he does. I remember that. I'm movie. pretty sure he is. Uh, wait. I, I like that movie film. Yeah, he did. He did direct Three Ten to Yuma. Yeah. Let me just. So this is like. Yep, he was in it. Yeah. Plotter. So I like I looked up like, Old Man Logan. The plot is like he's he's just traveling around like, basically seeing the world's fucked up. Yeah, there's like a reason why they're traveling in the comic. I forget, but, but I think en- in this one, they're like they show the trailer. They're trying to protect this girl that they run right. Into. And the old man Logan story it ends with him like killing the Hulk. Like he, he, he yeah, he uses his like he uses he stopped using his claws, and then he uses them again. Finally, like he returns to being the Wolverine. Yeah, the other thing that that's interesting about the trailer was they show, you know, like they show him a couple times with like scars and like he's bleeding. So like something's going on where he's either just getting so old that his his powers are wearing off, or yeah. or like there's speculation that like if Mister Sinister's involved and they showed him taking the blood, maybe they took like they found a way to to hurt him so that he ages, you know? Yeah. Because also like Professor X, you know how old? I mean, like how old is he in the original movie versus now? He's like, you know, uh, I mean, the continuity is so fucked up in these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like there's. I'm okay with the continuity being fucked up. I just want it to be a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that's that's why that's why I think ultimately I'm not as excited about X Men movies is because they're all kind of weird and disjointed. Yeah, and they don't tie it to the rest of Marvel, which would be hard because it's so many characters at that point. But well, I mean, it's like the first X Men to me. Like again, I saw that when I was a kid, but I yeah. thought it was cool. Like, this is a pretty cool action movie. Yeah, and then that's all they were. Mm-hmm. And then X two sort- was like an even better action movie. Yeah, and then X three was kind of like, well, Garbage. that got weird. Well, the problem with that one was they had a director. I want to say it was Matthew Vaughn, and he dropped out. And then they had to get in like they had to bring in like someone else. And so they got Brett Ratner of all people. Uh, if you don't know who he is, uh, he look. I love Rush Hour one and two, <laughs> but those are like his only good movies. Yeah. Dude is a hack. Those were good movies. That sucks. Uh, I love so, those movies. Yeah, well, it's you know, like so many cool things happen in X three that weren't handled very, very well. Like Dark Phoenix, and then like Cyclops just kind of gets. They just killed, killed almost, him instantly at the start of the movie, almost off ki- screen. Like they, he's no, in it was off screen. Yeah. yeah, like you don't see him actually die until the very end. He only sort of dies. Yeah. And I feel like the major reason for that I remember was like, well, he's cast in the Superman Returns movie. But it's like, yeah, so schedule around it so he doesn't – it just – it's like so they're in love and then she kills him and it's like the, the the scene's not handled well enough to like make you really sad or care. And like unfortunately like James Marsden – I mean Cyclops in general is a douchebag. I think even in the comics he's a douchebag. Yeah. Like no one ever has liked that guy. But it didn't help that I think James Marsden just – he really played it that way. So <laughs> yeah, it was really hard did. to care when he died. It was like – I hate you that know. guy. Like, cause it's also oh, he was a piece of shit the whole series. Well, and they also kind of make it sympathetic for Logan for Wolverine the whole time. You know, like he likes Jean Grey, and he's sort of the star of the movie. So, you know, he's like pining after her, 
And really, you should be like, well, that's fucked up. Like, he's trying to steal Cyclops' girl. But you look at Cyclops, you're like, man, that guy's kind of a douche. Yeah, what does she see in him? Like, yeah. I had that question all the time. Like, uh-huh. why? Because he's around? Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> he's around? That's his, that's his, like, hey, I'm always going to be around. The one in Age of Apocalypse, like, they, they cast a younger kid to play him, and he was less douchey. But he also didn't do anything. Like, that movie just, he just didn't, a lot of the characters just didn't get screen time. Like, uh, Jubilee, she filmed a lot of stuff, and she got cut. Oh, like, that sucked. I listened to an interview on Keeping It Real uh, where they interviewed her, and she was all excited, like, oh, yeah, I get to do all this stuff. It's great. And then you see the movie, and, like, she's barely in it. So it's like it sucks. That was, like, her debut. I mean, hopefully yeah. she'll get more roles. but Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. Julie's a cool character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And later she turns into a, zo- uh, not a zombie, a vampire. In the nice, comics, nice. Did you know that? I did not know that. Isn't that crazy? That is new to me. That's like a yeah. That's like a much later development. That is so cool. Yeah, oh, I'm excited for that. I know. I feel bad that I have this Marvel Now app, and I almost never fucking read it. I like I moved it in my phone today. I put it cl- next to the stupid Star Wars game I play. So like now I'll be like, oh yeah, that, and then I'll open <laughs> it more because they not only do you get Marvel, but you get every Star Wars comic. Yeah, I mean, and, and they're like. They go back to like six months ago, so you can't read brand new stuff unless you buy it. But that's still like pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I could go back and read the first Doctor Strange story. Yeah. And then like they do like two and then they do his origin and then they do some more stories. That's pretty neat. Yeah. And you get that. But it's I'm reading it too and I'm like, if the movie is nothing like this, that's totally okay. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> you know, they're like silly little adventures. It's like, I mean, comics were weird back then. Yeah. And I the mean, the art is really neat though. I mean, it's, it's, I thought I hated that kind of stuff, but I think I never really looked at it very hard. Like I never really looked at it too closely, but like, I guess Steve Ditko and Jack Kirby are the two big ones, right? For yeah, Marvel. yeah. 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 So I don't know. I'm excited to read more of it. Like, it's just fun to like, get into it there's just so much like when you start scrolling to the s's to find like strange tales you're just like scrolling through 80 spider-mans and then like 80 star wars yep so it's like it's just there's an insane amount of shit on there yeah so i don't know is there any comic are there any comics that you've been reading like we, we've talked through like the two trailers i mean there's more shit we can talk about lately not really i mean like i've been i've been falling behind on all my nerd shit which makes me feel bad yeah i i feel like lately it's all I don't have time. Like I with feel like com- I used to have time. I don't know what happened. With comics, I feel like I'm at a point where I'm like, I'm going to get graphic novels now. Yeah. Because I don't, I mean, like, I love going to the shop and I love looking around, but also I'm just like, fuck, I don't have the time. And I'd rather, like, I like sitting and reading a whole story. Like, I really like doing that. Yeah, no, it's frustrating to kind of, I mean, it's not, when I was getting the new 52 stuff, uh, it wasn't too hard to remember, like, oh, that's what Superman was doing. Oh, okay, that's what right. Green Lantern was up to. But it's yeah, it's more satisfying to be able to read it and then stop when you want to. Yeah, which is why it's and then yeah, with this the Doctor Strange stuff, it's like I can read it and then just skip ahead and read the next one. Yeah, and I can skip all the seeming. I don't know if they're good or not, but the Human Torch stories. He's like, it's weird. It's called Strange Tales. And the book is, like, mostly Human Torch. <laughs> and not even, like, the old Human Torch. Like, the Fantastic Four Human Torch. <laughs> That's so awesome. Like, yeah, so, like, all the issues with Doctor Strange, the cover story, like, the cover is Human Torch fighting, like, weird characters. Like, one of them is, his name's, uh, uh oh, my God, it's 
Paste Pot Pete. What the hell is that? So it's a guy with a, a pot of paste that he shoots at people. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, and so I figured out that they actually, because I was curious, I'm like, so is this guy a contemporary villain? Because you're looking at all these issues with these like ridiculous bad guys that they just like, oh, tree man and like <laughs> bullshit. There is, there's like one that's like tree guy or plant man or something. And he's like poison ivy, but a creepy old man. And I don't know if he like grows trees out of himself, but, um, but yeah, this pace, but his name is the, the trapster now. The tr- really? I think so. And I actually, I realized I'd seen him before cause I was watching the Spider-Man show, uh, that they have, it's like a Disney XD show. And it's on Netflix, I think. You can watch it. It's and they, like, have a guy, they have him, the yeah. trapster. And actually, he was pretty formidable because he has like a backpack with the stuff inside. And he has these two guns. And he shoots them. And it's just like a sticky goo. And he's just really good at shooting it at people. <laughs> you know, like, he's like a mercenary. He's kind of dumb. And he, like, he glues people to walls and stuff. So it's, it's actually like like I was watching. I was like, oh, that's a, that's a, a legit bad guy. But that's when, you, like, power. when yeah. you see the original version, he's wearing this like ridiculous purple blue outfit. And he has this, he's like literally holding a pot with paste coming out of it and like a little tube that goes to a gun in his other hand. <laughs> it looks so stupid. It's hella funny. Man, comics were dumb back in the day. Yeah, they were silly. But they, yeah. the Marvel was well, they were like aware of how silly it was, which is why they, you can read they've it. They've pretty much doubled down. Because I feel like DC, I haven't read a ton of old DC, but I feel like a lot of that stuff was like not aware of how stupid it sounded. <laughs> it was like. Like I've have you ever read Crisis on Infinite Earths? I've tried like on three separate occasions and I can't do it. It was so hard. Yeah, I can't believe I finished it. it really, was, it's bad. Like it's so poorly written. It's just it's all like, hold on, Superman, I'm coming to assist you. <sighs> but then there's not that sort of like when you read Doctor Strange say something like that, you're just like, yeah, no, that's of course, like he would say that or whatever. <laughs> I don't like it. Just fits, and for some reason in there, I was just like, this is bad yeah i don't know i get that um I get that. yeah where are we at how much time have we done did we get the light <laughs> <laughs> what if we just did a super short one i don't know it's oh. only 34 minutes in. that's okay well i mean i i'm mm. excited i mean i it sounds weird i don't really have like a super intense interest in the x-men films yeah i don't either like i said beyond yeah. deadpool yeah and that's it but i I really want to see the Slogan movie, just from the tra- just because it feels different than the other movies. Yeah, you know what I mean, no, I mean, and that's, I mean, that's the thing. I'm always down to see these movies, but I, I almost, with the ex- exception of Deadpool and the Wolverine, I've never felt like I gotta own these. Like on, like, oh, I yeah. like to buy certain movies, you know. Yeah, no, Deadpool's the only move, like the only one of those that that series of movies where I'm like, I need to get this the day it comes out. Yeah, and I and I mean, the Wolverine was very cool, and then I found, and I still haven't watched it. Like I haven't made time for it, but I own the Blu-ray extended edition. That's like the R-rated one, right? And I just haven't watched it, but I really want to. Like for whatever reason, I didn't do that. Um, but that movie's really good. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about, it, but Deadpool, uh, they they kicked out the director. Oh yeah, that's true. Tim Miller is Cause out because of, of creative differences with old Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but when I was reading, Ryan ran out of ran him out of town. Ryan ran him out of town, Reynolds. Uh, 
And it, it was interesting though because I was reading, and it's weird. I can't find the story again. This always happens. Like I read this like a story, and then they take it out somewhere. Um, excuse me. So one of the major reasons, which I, I'm actually like less, the more I read about why, I was actually like, oh, it's not so bad. Um, he wanted to do a more stylish version that would cost three times the original did. So like he wanted to do like a 150 million dollar like big budget. Oh yeah, well that weren't they originally saying like we that's not Deadpool. That's yeah, not what Deadpool yeah. does. Yeah, so they were saying. Um, uh, I remember. Like, I remember they were like, "Yeah, we're getting more money, but like we don't need it." Well, here's the thing. So it says during initial talks, Reynolds, along with screenwriters Rhett Reese and Paul Warnick, wanted to make a scrappy and inexpensive follow-up similar to the first film, which sported a modest fifty-eight million dollar budget. However, Miller was interested in making a more stylish sequel akin to the big-budget blockbuster superhero films, which would have required a production budget that was triple the size of the original film. So I'm actually really fine with them kicking him out because, the, to me, the, the most important part of that movie was Ryan Reynolds pushing for all the stuff, like the Deadpoolness of it. Right. And those two screenwriters are great. Like, they've, they did uh, the, most, the best thing they've done, I think, is Zombieland. Zombieland is an incredible film. Yeah. So like their sense of humor and like they're and they're also really cool on Twitter. Like yeah. Brett Reese is the guy, like you can message him, he'll message you back. And so like if the three of them were not on board with what the director wanted to do, to me, like they were more important to the first movie's success than he was. Like the director was important to it, but I think that Ultimately, it was like Ryan Reynolds and those writers well, the, who wrote all the jokes. I mean, the that made one, it funny, you know, the, the thing about the the way that movie. I mean, like, I don't know how much control Tim Miller had as director, but that movie does feel slightly disjointed. Yeah, and I think, yeah, that's that's the other thing I was gonna say is that it doesn't like it's a good movie, but that yeah, there's like a weird sort of like it's flow like, that doesn't. It's it doesn't weird. Flow it's like out of sequence, like really yeah. out of sequence, and it's all it's flashbacks in a very strange way. But yeah. what's weird is like it's not balanced well with action scenes. Either. No, no, no. But the, every one of those scenes coheres like they all make perfect sense. Yeah, it's like if it, it sounds weird. It was like I get the vibe from Deadpool. Like I wish this was like a show. Like I like it because that's how it felt to me. Yeah, very show like. Yeah. I'm okay with it being a movie though. No, I'm not I'm not against it. I'm just like it had it had a strange vibe to me because of the the sequence that things were happening in. Yeah, it was very offbeat. Like it just didn't feel like a movie the way a movie feels until the end when they find like the final Yeah, yeah, and stuff. yeah. But yeah, just like the way that they tr- chopped it up like they had his where he's he's tracking down Francis on the freeway and then they chopped that up with like backstory of how he became Deadpool. And then they then they, you know, was it they they chopped that up more with him hunting for uh for Ajax? Yeah, and then becoming Deadpool and yeah. creating the costume. Which was great. Yeah. He's like, oh, shouldn't wear white. That was one of the that was one <laughs> of the I think of all superhero making their costume things, that to me was one of the best where he's like <laughs> like he keeps getting shot, so he's like, I better just wear red now. Yeah. Well, I can't see out of these, better make a better mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they st- oh, and the other thing that Miller wanted was uh he he wanted uh Kyle Chandler to play Cable. Who's Kyle Chandler? He so he's uh he's the coach on Friday Night Lights and he's the the early early edition guy or whatever. Remember that newspaper show he would get the the newspaper a day early? I don't remember that guy. At Here, all. I'll, I'll look him up for you. Uh he was also in King Kong fucking seriously i typed it in 
Um, he was he was like the movie star in King Kong that was in the movie they were making. That's Kyle Chandler. No. Yeah, he's not Cable. No. He might do a good job, but like I he don't... could be anyone but Cable. Yeah, I mean Cable's cool. He's like a badass. Yeah, I'm not I don't... getting that from him. Yeah, he doesn't intimidate me. He's not intimidating. I mean, if if you had to use him, he would be fine. But he, that's the thing; he's just fine. He's not great. Yeah, uh, the one that everyone on the internet wants is Stephen Lang. He's the bad guy from Avatar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I don't know. For some reason, when I imagine Cable, I imagine this like hulking man, like just a huge guy, like a six foot seven, like big. Burly. That is how they. That that but, is how, that's how they draw a lot yeah. of a lot of them. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not against that, but it's just like not, not him, yeah. not this guy. No way. Do you? Who he's else? He's too fat you? faced. Yeah, he is. It's um, like it's it's like it, he's cherubic. He's not like fat. He's just kind of yeah, chubby. yeah, yeah. And that doesn't like that's, that's like, not cable. Like he's lived an easy life. That's what he looks like. <laughs> like you and I, we have we. I could not be cable. No. <laughs> But who would you cat like besides Stephen Lang? Because obviously that would be a um, great. You know choice, I'm but... not up on my actors. Oh, who um, would you cast? Russell Crowe. Are you serious right I now? I just thought of that right now, and I think that actually would work out pretty good. Really? Yeah. How old is he now? Like a million? Yeah, but but Cable is like he has the silver hair, so I don't know how old he's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like I feel like an older and Stephen Lang is hella old. He's in his fifties, maybe sixties. Right. Okay, okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that. Russell Crowe, though. Yeah, think about an in-shape Russell Crowe right now with, like, silver hair. I keep talking the wrong part of the microphone. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, okay. Hmm. Yeah, he's got badass cred. And he, I think he would do really well with, like, playing the straight. No, you're, straight no you're, I just thought of that. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right there. Like, mm-hmm. he would be a great, um, great counterbalance to Deadpool craziness. Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they could get him to do it. Well, they got him to play Jor-El, so I think he's not above comic book movies. I think if they framed it right, it'd be like, I mean, like... <laughs> it might break their $58 million budget they're going for. <sighs> Maybe. Although, I think that's more about how the film feels, not necessarily, like, who they get in it. Because if they spent more money just to get someone good... Yeah, that would be insane. But if they still do a grounded... Because I, I am interested in them doing a grounded story. I don't... We were talking about this at the mic earlier, that... All the superhero movies just seem to be like, it has to be the end of the world or they can't do this movie. Which, again, is untrue. In yeah. fact, the most interesting Marvel movies, weirdly enough, are the ones where the world isn't actually at stake. Yeah. Logan, The Wolverine. I mean, those are... Yeah. But also... Ant-Man. Um, uh, Civil War? Yeah. Civil War. The That's world true. is fine. Yeah. Nothing bad is, was going to happen to begin with. No, and actually, that's a really that's a really cool thing about Civil War is there's a there's a like a trend in a lot of superhero movies, and a lot of people don't realize it until you tell them this is a thing. But watch a lot of movies, and at the end, the climax. Most a lot of these movies now have a thing in, like a glowy thing in the sky, that's like a machine or a portal or a bomb, something is going to, like, end the world. But it's going to end it just slow enough for someone to put a stop to it. And it's normally, like, yeah. it's either going to be, like, a halo or yeah. something, uh-huh. something opening. And here's here's all the movies that this has happened in. Iron Man, Man of Steel. Wait, what happens to Man of Steel? Yeah, Man of Steel. Uh, uh, Suicide Squad. Guardians of the Galaxy, sort of. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm okay with that Guardians one. Guardians of the Galaxy was different because they were in the thing as it was coming to. Yeah, it was. They more, were in the sky. That thing. was more of a dogfight and also like a like a spaceship. It wasn't. But yeah, there's a lot of movies like even Avengers. The first Avengers movie is like that. First Avengers broke like that were the the template. Like, yeah, really. Well, like, Iron Man, Iron Man too. Yeah, but that one was the one like when I think of like that that image. Yeah, that's what pops up. But it's, it's sh- like that. It's like that bluish purple laser going into the sky and like creating clouds or a portal or a bomb or Just something. Some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when I when they did in Suicide Squad, I was like, "Are you for real right now? Yeah, you're doing this shit again. Like, yep. this is so uninspired. I know it's so terrible. I know that's why I like, and I don't mind. Like, some people they were also trying to add in. I read an article about this once, and they were like Iron Man two and Iron Man three because they have like a sky battle, and I'm like, well, that's different because that's like they're just fight like they fly, so they're fighting in the air. That's yeah. fine. That's that's different. And they, but also those were like, I mean, Iron Man three especially was just like it was a different kind of film. It wasn't trying to do, just like that's what I really love superhero about superhero action movie. That movie's about Tony Stark and his journey, and he has PTSD. Yeah, which and is I think, fascinating. And they had that kid who was brilliant. He was great. Yeah, yeah. You know though that that the reason that movie's so good, and I think a lot of people don't like they they wanted it to be more Iron Man one and two. And they weren't ready for, like, a different film. But the reason it's so good is because Shane Black wrote and directed it. Yeah. And he's, like, a brilliant writer-director. Like, he's super funny. That's why it's set during Christmas time. Because all his movies are during Christmas. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Yep. Lethal Weapon, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Ah, such good. Uh, I guess The Nice Guys, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen that I don't know if that's during Christmas. Probably. But, yeah, like, Iron Man 3 was, like, it was good. It was also one of those first Marvel movies that was, like, this isn't what you expect it to be. Yeah, and it, it felt like it made sense that this is just an Iron Man story. Right. Like, the things happening to him weren't Avengers level. Yeah. Whereas, like, uh, I don't know, I feel like Thor the Dark World, that's kind of like a that world a ending. Thing. That and that had, had a sky sky. thing. Yeah. They were, like, different circles Th- matching up. Thor 1 didn't have a sky thing, but Thor 1 was not a good movie. <laughs> it's You know what the problem with Thor 1 is? Like, the scale was too low. Like... He went to this small town and he saved like four city blocks. Did you he know? fight a robot? It was the destroyer army. And he didn't have his powers for most of it either. Yeah. And he was like a dick. It felt like they, they had a budget. Like they had the budget, but they didn't know where to put it. And they put it all into like a couple CGI scenes maybe. But yeah, it just didn't feel like the scale wasn't there. And they they got the scale in Thor 2, but then like it still wasn't a great film. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited about Thor Ragnarok because a I think they know what to do now. Like they know how to make the scale and the fun and the fight, like and all I the think, CGI uh, stuff look good. Tiger Waititi's gonna kill it. Oh my god, he's gonna murder <laughs> Just it. Just that teaser Taika where they that teaser where they where he's hanging out with Bruce Banner. Yeah, that better be fucking canon because that was brilliant. Yeah, I loved that so much. Oh yeah, and what's Thor holding me? <laughs> yeah. That is my favorite thing to think no, about. No, what's Mjolnir holding? Yeah. Me. <laughs> That's right. I just my he favorite shot. Bed. My favorite shot is still when in the beginning when he shows the roommate and he's vacuuming and he and Mjolnir's on the floor and he can't <laughs> vacuum through it. He just goes ding. <laughs> I don't have a phone. Tell him to send a raven. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But, that, but here's the thing like that Purple guy sitting in a chair is going to get out of the chair. Purple, he likes sitting. Yeah, <laughs> he has gloves, apparently. Like, well, and the other. Oh, I read. Sorry, I read so. I read so many things. Yeah. Um, I heard a thing. Read a thing that uh, 
Taika Waititi also, maybe it was on a podcast, might have been keeping it real, that he really wants to make Thor like less dopey and more like he's gonna like he's like he's the center of the movie because his movies a lot of the time it's like well we've got Darcy and Natalie Portman and Stellan Skarsgård and it's not like this movie's not gonna have a bunch of other characters but I think they're making an effort to like make Thor like more because he feels kind of bland like he's he's, flat yeah he does a lot of flat I mean you know like every time I see him I'm like glad he's there and I'm like oh he's gonna do something cool but he doesn't like no they they make him out to be like it sounds weird, but in the in Marvel, especially within like the Avengers movies, he's like a dumb broy guy. Like he's almost he's, the, he's like a dumb he's like blonde. a macho caricature. Yeah, like he's like oh he's the funny big tough guy. Like that's all like he like the things he says like but he's not even that funny. Like he's kind of funny. no like he says things that are in earnest and they're funny. They're funny because they sound just so weird that he's saying them. I feel like they just like they haven't you humans are him so yet. puny and tiny. Like that's a very like weird thing. It's like oh the it's like did everyone die? Oh yes, the the gates of hell are filled with the screams of his enemies. Yeah, who have boo boos. They have broken arms, and most of them will be fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think in Avengers two they got it better because Joss Whedon was getting a better grip of writing for him. But still, Thor like he didn't do anything in that movie. Well, that's that's also a symptom of the studio being like annoying and bothering them because because that movie was being made when they still had that shitty like tribunal like telling them you have to do right. this and this. And Doctor it, Strange is the last movie affected by that shit. Yeah. So after that, and Guardians, I think kind of wasn't too bad because if they did it, they did it with a very light touch. Yeah, and I think the thing about Guardians was just it was such a gamble, and they were like, "Here, quirky filmmaker James Gunn, do this." And he was like, I'm going to do it, but only if you let me do it my way. And they're like, okay. And I think on the second one, it was such a success. They're like, do whatever you want. Here's some notes probably, but. Yeah. Well, okay. So does, okay. Does the, do the X-Men films have something like that, that unifies them? Or are they all just this disparate entity? Like Fox is like, just do it. That's what we were saying is they don't have a continuity that's very established. Like if you watch the Wolverine, they have all these, they have like, there's like a shot at the end when they're rescuing. I mean, besides the Deadpool, not the Wolverine, sorry, Wolver- X-Men Origins Wolverine. It's very confusing. There's like a, like at the end when they're rescuing Logan, like Professor X comes out, but it's Patrick Stewart with like younger <laughs> I remember CGI. that, yeah, yeah. And then like Emma Frost is there. Yeah. But then when you watch X-Men First Class, which came out later, she's in that movie in the 60s. But that movie was set during like the 80s or the 90s. So it's all confused. It's all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, she's yeah. like younger in the the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie than she is in the older, like in a right. earlier timeline. So yeah, it's all wacky. But, you know, in Days of Future Past, they sort of like were able to address it in a way and say, like suggest that there's all these different timelines and everything's kind of timey-wimey, <laughs> as Doctor Who would say. Yeah. I like, I like that... Uh, I mean, look, this, the Logan. Tra- it sounds weird, but the Logan trailer does have a very different vibe than the other yeah. X Men movies. And I actually like one of my I mean, my favorite thing about them is is Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Oh yeah, he's like the best part of all the he's, movies. He's like he's besides Patrick Stewart. I mean, like I feel like the as the movies went on, like he got better and better at that role. If that yeah. makes sense, like it wasn't like okay, Wolverine is good in this one and bad in this one. Like as time has gone on, like he's really become that character very well and he's played it more i don't i think 
I th- I'm trying. I think there's like, I don't know if Harry Potter is more, but like one guy playing a character in movies, especially like superhero, he's played it the most like anyone's done. I think, and it, yeah, because like, like X Men, X Two, X Three, Origins, Origins, The Wolverine, Days of Future Past. He uh he shows up in First Class. So like he eight. shows up in Apocalypse. Like nine movies. Yeah, then The Wolverine. Yeah, this is ten now. Yeah. I think it's 10 movies. So he's like... He's I don't got even know a, if Tony Stark has been in... Or, he's got a lot of... Well, I mean, like, he's got a Rob lot of Jones. practice being this dude. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, he owns the role at this point. And then that's the thing is, like, this is his last one. And if they want to do a new Wolverine, like, is that even possible to recast him? I mean, it is, but it's like, it'll be so weird. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, Wolverine... I think I was reading something like Wolverine is the most ubiquitous of all <laughs> characters in Good Marvel. word, Professor. No, it really is the right word. In the it same, is, yeah. In no. the same way that Batman shows up fucking everywhere, that's on Marvel's side, that's Wolverine. Like, he's just all over the place. Yeah. It wouldn't he's, hurt He's been an Avenger. He's, he pops up in people's stories. He's been an Avenger. He's been an X-Force. Yeah. He's fucking... He's all over. You know what I was just thinking? He's the main character of Marvel, at least in the comic. Dreamcasting for a new Wolverine? Tom Hardy. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen him? Did you see The Revenant? Um, no, I just know Tom Hardy, and he. Yeah, I agree. Like if you, okay, <laughs> if you guys don't believe me, watch The Revenant and imagine him being a little bit easier to understand the way he talks, or watch um, uh, Bronson, and that's pretty much all you need to see. Yeah. Bronson is fucking nuts. Tom it's the only Nicholas Winding Rain movie that I like. <laughs> all shitty besides that because they're all weird and plotting and boring, and terrible. But yeah, Tom, the Tom, Driver is an awful film. I oh hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Everyone likes it. I hate it. Also, there's a movie called Valhalla that Mads Mikkelsen is in that he directed. That movie is fucking garbage. <laughs> Holy shit! I can't believe I finished it. It's so boring. Nothing happens the whole time. <laughs> So bad. You just tapped on a well of this director that you just hate. Oh, God. Well, everyone praises him. They're like, oh, he's so visionary. Because everyone loved Drive. And, like, I mean, the problem, I think, was, like, they sold it as an action movie. And then I saw it, and it wasn't. Yeah. But it, was, it wasn't even that. Like, I don't mind that. It's, like, the fact that he was, like, like he just didn't. It was, like, pe- people would talk to him, and he would just stare at them. And they would act like it's normal. <laughs> did you see it no i don't think i did oh my god there's like a scene where the girl in the movie is i forget i think it was um fuck i can't remember her name right now she was like asking him do you want some do you want a glass of water and he just goes he just stares at her for like way too long and then she goes okay i'll get you some water that's horrible and this the whole movie is him just staring at people and being like a sociopath I mean, there's, like, really cool violence in it, I guess. <laughs> and, like, at the beginning, there's a really cool, like, uh, escape scene. It's, like, it's not traditional. It's not, like, a car chase. It's, like, like he drives really well, and he hides, like, the car and stuff. And he's, like, very exact. He has, like, you know, he gets mad at the robbers for, like, not getting in the car fast enough. It's really cool, but it's also, like, mostly garbage. No, I, I believe you. Are yeah. you getting antsy over there? You want to leave? No, no, I just wanted <laughs> to see. checking like, his phone. I just, I was trying to type in, uh, uh, pictures of tom hardy and revenant but um <laughs> oh it's not even pictures it's just the way the way he behaves okay it's like so gritty like 
And that's 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 Wolverine to a T. Yeah. yeah. I'll pull it up for you before you leave. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I think we have an episode. Yeah, I think I think we do have an episode. I, the other thing I wanted to say... That's a cool way to end it. The we one have that, an episode. I, yeah, we do have an episode. <laughs> the one thing I want to say that I like... I mean, I think... I I wanted to watch Apocalypse, but I don't know. You will. I, I mean, you, but you just I, wait till it's on HBO or whatever. Right, but I, I really want to see Logan. Like, I'm willing to put down money and do time to go see Logan just because... Would you do community service to go see Logan? Maybe, because here's the thing, and this is something that I think the the at least some like the Marvel kind of knows this already. Yeah, but that they're starting to figure out is that it's like comic books don't necessarily just they're not just action stories. They're all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, and that's that's what's going to make the make the genre continue is when they start doing like. You know the rom com superhero movie they do the like the the western or like they did the heist movie with Ant Man. You know, you know what's weird? Logan's it's like, like a drama, yeah, with action in it. Did you ever see the movie? And this sounds ridiculous. Did you ever see that movie, My Super Ex Girlfriend? Uh, I saw parts of it. I never okay. really watched it though. That movie is weirdly pretty good. Really? Yeah, because it's a romantic comedy and also superhero. Uh. And it's like, that's a pretty interesting combination. They don't have that yet for any of the superheroes that, like, we know of. Like, they made up a whole thing for it. But, like, they could, they should and could do that. And it's nice to see more movies that are not just the typical... She-Hulk. I would love to see That could be a cool chick, because she's like... It could be like a chick flick, because she's like a lawyer, and she's like... You know, I don't know. I don't. She's a lawyer, and her brother comes to town. Her crazy brother, and up things get a little wacky. When she needs a blood transfusion, she becomes a little green. (laughs) You're looking at becomes a little mean and a little green. There would be a scene where she's on a date, like, "You okay? Look a little green," and she's like, "What?" Then there'd be like a nice, like a, a like a poppy song that's playing that hotel room song. No, not think, that one. No, uh, yeah, no, it would. It'd be like showing a skyline, and then she's like, "She's a lawyer." Like that would a She-Hulk movie would be dope as fuck. Like that would be awesome. No, I want that really bad. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't tried to introduce her because they probably need more women. You know? Oh, for sure. Uh, she's a relevant character. They can have Spider Woman also. Yeah, that's that's another one. I'm surprised because I I mean I've seen so many, and I haven't read all these, but I've seen so many comic covers and stories that feature Spider Woman. And She-Hulk, and uh, there's a lot of weird like guy characters, like Sentry, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't even remember. There's like a lot of them that I'm like, like, why are they so important in the comics? And they haven't even like mentioned them I, a little bit. Like, I feel weird. like, and maybe because the tribunal thing is going away, it's like, well, they're also getting through the major major characters. That's so true. They need more now, but they're also, I mean, think about it, they're also getting through all of the these have to be action movie movies. Yeah. Like, they're getting done with that. Like, they're starting to be able to experiment with the kinds of stories they can tell. Yeah. Which is making a huge difference. It's making the movies that much better. Uh-huh. And it's also making the characters that much more interesting and believable and enjoyable. Like, if Guardians was not a space opera, I don't know what it would be. But, you know, it still is an action movie, though. No, it is an action movie, yeah. but it's like, it's an action movie, but it's unmistakable. Like, this is clearly an action movie in the same way that Star Wars was an action movie. Mm-hmm. It was an action movie that had, like, something else happening at the same time. Another pattern with, was, was in it, which mm-hmm. is great. In the same way that Ant-Man, arguably, that's an action movie. But it's also, like, a heist movie. 
Like they, it's it's shot yeah. like a heist movie. They have all the scenes of a heist movie. They have the crew. They have the tropes of like this they have is the, the plan. They have the former guy who has to come out of retirement for some shit. Yeah. Like they, that's a heist. They even film. have him jump down with a wire and he falls really quickly. And yeah, yeah, stops. yeah, yeah. Yeah. They had all the all the tropes you want. The plan goes awry. Yeah. But I mean, like it. That he was a superhero was almost incidental. It was it was a heist movie, like, first and foremost. Yeah. So, in, in the same way that Guardians was like, this is a space opera movie, first and foremost. Yeah. That happened. Like, and that's, totally, yeah. that's exciting. That's interesting. And not just, this is an action movie. And also, you know, X-Men or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Word. Word. Well. So, is we, this an episode? This is an episode. This is an episode. So oh, we, we got it. Our new sign-off. Yeah. Um, so, uh, w- uh, fuck, I forget what we say. Jojo, where do we find you on the internet? Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> at Bucky Gums. Facebook at JJL Comedy. Come to 1120 Fulton Avenue, Friday, October 28th at 8 p.m. It's Empire's Comics Vault doing my show. It's going to be fun. People are going to well, come watch us do comedy, and yeah, there's people on it, etc. Do you remember who's on it? This nope, time? Not even. I don't want to think about it. How do you not know? Because I've had people canceling and then saying they can come through again. <sighs> so I don't even want to think about it. I just want to have the show happen and whoever shows up shows up. Can I do it? No. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, I've done it a lot. but still. Yeah, you've done it like 10 times. Well, if someone cancels, we'll see. Know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have different stuff to show I know, them. I know. You don't have to tell me that. Okay, uh, and you can find me at Epic Tiki Comedy on Twitter, at Epic Tiki on Instagram, Luke Soy on Facebook. Uh, listen to the sexy podcast I do with J.R. Guzman, who recently made his television debut last week on both MTV's Acting Out and Comedy Central's Kevin Hart Presents Kevin Hart, or Heart of the City, sorry. Uh, so that's really cool. We talked about that in the latest episode we just put out this week. Uh, J.R. talked about how weird it is to see himself on TV and all that. It's really cool. Yeah. And... Um, uh, we're gonna do a sketch soon with Tavi. Like we really are. We planned it. We're pick. We picked a day. We're we also we it. we've also tentatively have an Epic Tiki studio now where we can set shit up. Oh yeah, which is like, I'll believe it when I see it. Where it's it's gonna happen, <laughs> man. We're like two weekends away from filming something there. Yeah, and it's X Men themed. Yep. Well, not the studio thing, the other thing, yeah. but the Tavi one. Anyways, watch out for that stuff. Please go to youtubecom slash comedy. Subscribe to our channel. Tell people about it. It's great. Uh, also, I'm going to be doing a show called Comedy Conch next Wednesday at 8 p.m. at Luna's on 16th Street here in Sacramento, California. We got headliner Dash Kwiatkowski. Uh, we also got a bunch of great comics. We got Becky Lynn, Ben Rice, Jamie Fernandez, uh, too, um, Eric Krasner, and Hayden Grief Neal. It's going to be fire, so come out. And uh, I'm doing some other shows. Go to LukeSoy.com for more of that. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back later. Oh, please uh, subscribe. Sorry. Please listen or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us a review. Tell us how great we are. It helps. It does. With the rankings. And right. it helps us know you're listening. And tell us, yeah, and say something to us. Please send us messages and... Uh, Ask us questions or something. We we don't even have like a mailbag, which is really sad. Yeah, we know we're downloading. We there's like thirty downloads an episode at least. So yeah. one of you needs to say something. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.